Uh, we're joined on the Harbor One Hotline by Dan Orlovsky. Uh, Dan, thanks for joining us here this week. I, I don't know if you caught any of us talking about uh, Kirk Cousins and the idea of him getting dealt. I know you have to deal with that with Mike Greenberg most weeks, so sorry to uh, carry that over with you. <laughs> oh, good, man. You get, you get used to it at certain points. Trust me, all good. I can only uh, I can only imagine. So I'm a uh, I, I saw your tweet earlier this week, and I'm just I'm curious your uh, interpretation, or or at least I'd be curious to hear you expand on this. You uh, you tweeted out you went through the Patriots all 22 tape, and it's horrific. It's impossible to play quarterback, which I, I might grant you on on some level. Like you know, no quarterback is going to win a Super Bowl here or a playoff game here. No quarterback could be playing better here than Mac Jones. That's how you feel. No, I would say probably three or four maybe. Like, could Patrick probably having some success in a Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes or, or Lamar Jackson, excuse me, probably uh, maybe Justin Herbert. Other than that, I, I don't see a ton of guys. It, it's very simple. They cannot pass protect, let alone consistently. And there's just very few people that are actually open. Are there clips where someone's open five yards downfield or eight yards downfield occasionally or once off? Yes. Is there a missed throw here or there from Mac Jones? Absolutely. But to sit there and say that there's any form of structure in place on the field, I don't think that Bill's calling bad games right now. Um, but on the field, like at least starting point wise, the last two weeks have been a mess. There's no way quarterback's going to play well outside of the three or four superhumans in the NFL. Is there a way, though, that another quarterback, whether he's on the Patriots roster or not, even if they're not going to play well and they're not Mahomes level or Josh Allen level, is there a way where a quarterback just wouldn't give the other team a touchdown every week or two like Mac did against yeah. Dallas? Like, is there a way to prevent that? Sure. So the, the interception that Mac threw against Dallas is stupid boneheaded play, the, the pick six for sure. That That's – Totally justified. He was also like, I mean, guys, tr tr I, I, like, I'm, I'm not, obviously I, I am a fan of Mac Jones. So there is a little bit of like pulling for him. You know, people say like analysts shouldn't have bias. We all have people that we're pulling for essentially. Uh, I think like in th that moment, could that be a dumb decision? Absolutely. Could you also sit there as a quarterback knowing what it's like when you're getting your head kicked in and your team's losing, and you're just trying to make a play, absolutely. He did it the two or three plays before. So both those things can be true at the same time. Um, like I'll, I'll go to last week's game, the pick six in New Orleans. I guarantee everyone's against New Orleans going, oh, my, Mac Jones stinks. <laughs> he had maybe a second and a half on third down till he had to, like, run up in the pocket. He's trying to throw the ball. I mean, it's everyone's don't throw it. Like, what is he supposed to do? Just get hit in the face and not try to complete the ball? Like, he's trying to dump the ball, what it looks like to me, down to the back. And it just so happens that he gets sawed in half and the ball pops up in the air. So I understand that he's the last person to touch the ball, but that's not like a that, that's not something you sit there and go, my goodness, Mac Jones, what an awful decision there. That's not the same as the Cowboys interception. That is an interception for me. That is like, I don't know what else you guys want that player to do. Dan, do you think it would benefit Mac at all to sit a game, to basically take a mental break from where he's been in the last no. two games? <laughs> you no, answered I that don't. quick. I don't. No, I don't. So here's where I am with Mac. Um, the nope, I'm, Bailey Zappi might go in and have like a moment here or there. It's, it's not going to get better, 
with a player other than Mac Jones? I think a couple things. So scheme-wise, I, I do think maybe trying to keep more people in protection can help. Now, that obviously minimizes your options downfield. And, again, no one's winning downfield. I always thought that last week it was going to be a bad matchup anyway. Um, here's, here's, I think this is, I said this on NFL Live, I think it's a really important stretch for Mac Jones, really important, because outside of the play on the field, all he can do right now is everyone knows it's bad. I, those people in that building are smart football people. They know it's bad. I, like controlling the things that he could control and getting better at them. Like the body language has to get better. It's inexcusable right now, okay? We, everyone knows it's a bad situation. I think it's the worst situation in the NFL right now for a quarterback. So it, it's, it's at least the last two weeks. The body language has to get better, Mac. The leadership has to grow. Get in, get in that building every day and, and do your job the best that you can with a good attitude and try to, like, impact positively the building because you start to hear things about that's kind of what – there's most upset about or most I guess put off about is that they know it's bad and they want a, more from him when it comes to those controllables and that's why I think it's a really important moment in his career because those are attributes that are always going to be kind of needed for a long career. So, Dan, I'm surprised to hear you say that just because speaking to Mac early in the season, he's talking about everybody spending more time with Phil, more time in the weight room. Is that and what you're hearing? Is that about his attitude, about his, again, time spent in the building? Is it overall frustration? Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's nothing. Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry about that. Um, no, go it's ahead. Not, it's not. I'm not. It's not like you're hearing he's not preparing or studying or whatnot it's just they want they they are very aware that it's not a good situation right now and do they want like i guess better play of course but they're they're not sitting here saying this kid should be throwing for 300 yards a game and what now but what they want is you know the body language to get better because everybody's always watching and simply is it buy-in with the coaches um I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's the case. I think it's more of not allowing the circumstances to dictate how you go about things on a daily basis and in the moment, you know. And, again, it, it's, it's when your team's getting beat up, like constantly finding a way to have the edge and constantly trying to find a way to be the positive person and constantly trying to find a way to do the right thing on a daily, daily, moment-by-moment basis. That's why I think it's a really big stretch. I do because it's it's a difficult situation to be in right now as a quarterback, and it's very easy to say, and it's really hard to do, especially when your career is, I don't want to say on the line, but, like, it's getting questioned, right? And so that's why I say, like, you got to he's got to force himself through this. So, Dan, Bill Belichick did confirm today that Mac will be the starter on Sunday. They're in Vegas, a team that has a lot of expatriates and the coaching staff and uh, on the field as well. I guess the question is, if you don't think it's the right time to make a move, how many more five-score losses do you have to suffer here before you're forced to? Yeah, but, and if, if Mac was the sole reason why these five-score losses were happening, it, it'd be a different conversation. Again, the pick six against Dallas was terrible, and – he, you guys know I was on last week with you, and he's got to handle his feet in the pocket better, and you want to see growth with that. Um, you know, I, it, it's just without 
especially with those two injuries on defense, it's you know their defense is going to take a big hit. It, it just is. Those are two really good players, and the offense right now is it's deprived of talent. I've talked about that since the summertime. So. Like, if Matt goes out and has another stinker of a game when it comes to the things that he can control, and uh, again, I don't think either of those interceptions you sit there from last week and say, Mac Jones, what a terrible decision or throw or whatnot. Uh, But if he has a couple plays that look like that Dallas pick six, then of course it becomes a conversation. But I just, I, I certainly don't expect that from him. I didn't see it last week versus New Orleans. Well, in that case, I mean, this isn't a home game, obviously, but from the Crafts perspective, and we all know football is a business, eventually become unable to sell the product on the field. I mean, they were getting booed off the field in that Saints game, and I guarantee yep. you that same thing's going to happen the next time, you know, they go three and out to start the game. So I just, you know, eventually there has to, the conversation I feel like has to come up. Yeah, but but what is the the conversation to come up? So if we bench Mac Jones, what is the expectation for the person that goes in there? Well, the expectation the expectations lower, and I think that's sort of what you're looking at right now. You lower your expectations. Fans aren't as uh, furious about what they're seeing because they know it's the backup now and that the, the starter wasn't working. I think fans lower their expectation for like a half. Then after that, fans <laughs> want to see good football. You know, like fans, they've seen good football for 20-plus years there. They want to see good football. They want to see competitive football. They want to see their team doing everything they can to go win the football game. Um, Putting Bailey Zappi or Malik Cunningham in is not going to help that offensive line protect. But Bailey Cunningham or or uh, Bailey Zappi or Malik Cunningham in is not going to help um, Juju Smith-Schuster separate from man coverage or – um, you know, Kendrick Bourne or, or anybody separate from main covers. So it, we could we could plug and play Joe Montana back there. I just don't think it's going to make that big a difference. Uh, Bailey Cunningham is a quarterback I could uh, get behind here in New England. That's for sure. He is, uh, Dan, Dan Orlovsky joins us every week here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. You can watch him all over ESPN. Get up, NFL first Europe. take, NFL Live. Uh, he's everywhere. Uh, Dan, thanks so much for taking the time. We will talk to you next week. Hopefully we're talking on better terms, guys. Hopefully. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you, Dan. (laughs) Thanks, Dan. Have a good weekend, guys. All right, Dan Orlovsky is all our guests. Joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, Patriots are the hot-button topic today. Mac Jones is starting. Is it the right call by Bill Belichick? You can continue to vote in our show poll at Jones and Mego. Did Bill make the right call, or is he screwing it up again? Uh, Robert Kraft, it's our big story of the day. Turning on Bill Belichick. We're going to get back to that at 4 o'clock. Lottie waiting patiently at 617-779-7937. Continue to hang out there. We'll talk to you. And we'll talk some Bruins with the Razor. He's here at the Causeway Restaurant and Bar right across from TD Garden. We're taking you up to the Bruins and the Blackhawks tonight here on WEEI. We're presented by Coors Light. And we'll check in with Andrew Raycroft for the first time all hockey season next.